Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Dude, what if Pokemon were money? What What are you talking about, Shimmy? That, that's literally the dumbest, most off-topic thing I've ever heard. Welcome to the 170th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch, here with my co-hosts... Shemu. Gator. Hi, I'm Illus. Illus Dark 8. You can just call me Illus, I don't mind. Okay, we have Illus here from Radio Whirlwind, and this is like the 17th tape. Whoa! Thanks, Skype. Uh, <laughs> whoa? It's Radio Whirlwind. Yeah! <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, Radio Whirlwind. Yeah, and so uh, we'll talk more about him later. Uh, but until then, welcome to the Puckle Podcast, Puckle standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, and we have a community, a website, but more importantly, this podcast that you're listening to right now, where we talk about all things Pokemon. So, just keep listening, and Puckle up for an exciting ride. So, uh, how's everybody doing in Pokemon recently? How about you, Gator? What have you been doing in Pokemon recently? I myself, I've been um, a part of this uh, Pokemon podcast today. It's okay. uh, called uh, Puckle. Oh, wow. Puckle. Duckle. Uh, <laughs> it might be a Digimon podcast. I'm not quite sure. Um, Digimon's but we're about to find out. Uh, how about you, Shamu? Xenoblade Chronicles. Really? Really? Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> Did you uh, catch them all? That's my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Pokemon oh, is Shulk. Did- there's a thousand Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> He's really feeling it. <laughs> He's really feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> <Good one. laughs> uh, I myself have finally good. gotten into VGC. Uh, so you can't like call me out on not getting into it. I've done some practice. I'm horrible at it. Uh, I also played on Little Cup a lot to get to the top 100 in Little Cup before they suspected their suspect test. Uh, 
It's like a suspect test for a suspect test. It's really the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, uh, nothing really exciting. I'm I'm working on finishing the decks because unlike Gator, I don't have a living decks that I can just transfer from game to game. But I should. Would you like some help? No, I I have them all. It's just literally. I can like, help you. You helped me. I I know I helped you. I have them all. It's just like it's just like the process of like breeding like little ones. I like that's really all that it is. And so, as you guys heard earlier today, we have Illis with us today from Radio Orwin. So, Illis, how about you tell us a bit about yourself and everything you do? Oh, hi, I'm Illis. Um, I I like to make podcasts like uh, uh, you guys over here. Um, I started when I was 14. Uh, I began on Radio Nintendo. I don't do anything over there that much anymore. Uh, but yeah, uh, I've been into video games for like a really long time and I got into Pokemon through, uh, my first Pokemon game was Pokemon Sapphire. So mm-hmm. I've been playing Pokemon ever since, but what really stapled it in there was actually, uh, the Pokemon mystery dungeon series. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool, but yeah, I, I like I like to do stuff. I like to play games. I like, uh. I like to make music. I like to make YouTube stuff. I don't know. I'm a busy guy for for my age. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Radio Whirlwind used to be part of like the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon universe or something like that, right? Yeah, actually. Um, it, it, so I, I, when I first started podcasting, it's funny because um, literally, I a month later. Later, I started doing my third show. I was still 14, still doing two other shows on the side. So I was doing three shows literally a month after I first started my first show. And I started on, um, I had continued a show that was discontinued on Pokemon Mystery Universe. I did that for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun and all that. But unfortunately, you know, my team and I were like, you know, we can't be here anymore. And there's a lot of conflicts between us and the initial staff team of that game and the community as well since yeah, I won't get into details but we talked about it on our own show um, all that stuff that happened and so we decided we're going to split up and make a radio station and make a podcast and you know use what we have to better the community through the music of Pokemon that actually sounds really cool like that's uh that reminds me of a uh, PIRN I don't know if that's still on or not I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about at least I have no it, clue. It was a thing back in 2007. Is that the... Uh, <laughs> it was... Ah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was like uh, Pokemon Internet Radio. I don't know if it's still on or not, but I used to listen to them. They just played it, like, random Pokemon on. music. Um, it um, It's still on, but the only mm-hmm. thing is that it's not ad-free. Okay. And the thing about the difference between our two stations is that they have ads, we don't. Okay, so... okay. You pick your side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's fun. Do uh, you have, like, anything going on in your community recently or anything planned in the future? Uh, well, um, we're still planning our interview with uh, Mr. Jaron Moore. He's the executive producer behind Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the other, uh, one of my co-hosts, uh, Mikey, he's going to a convention uh, to interview, um, I think, the voice of Brock, hopefully, for us. So that would be pretty awesome. And, um, yeah, we're, we're just have a lot of interviews coming up and our site's almost done. So we're going to have a fully working website and a news team and all that. So that'd be a lot of fun. We'll hopefully be able to build a community once the site's done. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, 
I guess that's it. Do you have anything else that you want to say yeah. about your show or anything? Uh, okay, um, uh, Radio World, go check it out. And if you like music, go listen to the station. Ridley, it's it's really good for like when you're doing like homework or working on a project. You could just have it play in the background and have that nostalgia just sink right into your very soul. <laughs> All right, do you guys have any questions for him? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, what's what's the uh, link to the website? Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. We need that. Uh, oh, good, good. Um, whirlwind dot illusioncast dot com. Uh, whirlwind obviously dot. I L L U S I O N C A S T S dot com. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, eventually we're moving to RadioWorldOne.com, so mm-hmm. just a bit of a thought if you're interested. All right. So I guess without further ado, we'll head over to the news. Illis is here for the whole episode, so we'll see what goes on. So to the news. Oh yeah. The epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And in the news, in the news, first of all, this really cool story that I found on Reddit and then Gator showed to me again and reminded me about was uh, some guy used an Arduino to trade with himself uh, on Pokemon Red and Blue. So to catch him all, he doesn't need a friend. It like stores it on the Arduino somehow. So it tricks into trading Pokemon. It's actually really cool. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too big, too big of an electronics buff, but I know what an Arduino is, and I know that this is really cool. <laughs> yeah, know. and speaking of that, there's that guy who uh, set the new world record for catching the original 151. Oh yeah, yeah. He did uh two hours and twenty wow. minutes to catch mm-hmm. all the Pokemon in red and blue. He had to use the glitch for Mew, mm-hmm. but other than that, it's legit. Did he use the Arduino to get the other starters or? Uh, no, they didn't use him. Mention him using Arduino. That was uh, that would have been like the best thing. separate. But I can imagine that'll be a different thing. I imagine. Yeah. I imagine that would be like a more legit version of doing that. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. Uh, moving on, we have uh, yeah, we have the uh, Johto starters are finally coming to Pokemon Bank with their hidden abilities. We talked about this a while ago, but it's actually happening like this week. By the next podcast, I will have Sheer Force for Alligator. So. Just in oh, case, yeah, all specifically, of you... it's the twenty seventh. It's the twenty seventh of February, so this Thursday, you can grab, you can grab, get on Pokemon Bank and grab, uh, Meganium, Typhlosion, and for Alligator, all with their hidden abilities. So that's pretty sweet. I think, and if I... you have a an, an actual calendar like I do, it's on Friday. Yeah. Don't listen to Thatch. Wait, is it on, <laughs> is it on Friday? Is it really on Friday? It's yeah, on it Friday. Is. It's totally on Friday. <laughs> it's totally on Friday. <laughs> I'm just completely wrong. My computer says the 23rd because it's got the <laughs> wrong date. So that happens. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Pokemon Shuffle came out this past week on Wednesday the 18th. And I think that's... Uh, that that game's been uh, getting a lot of controversy. Mostly because if you remember last week, I told Mickey Panda just to pick up Pokemon Trozai for $8. And not to worry about the microtransactions. But... The microtransactions seem to have been pissing people off. So, I mean... Yeah, they're not happy. I mean, I like, how long can you play before you have to pay for it? 
Um, it's, like, it's only a few minutes. Yeah, it's not that well, long. Well, no, how it how it works is um, you get um, if you have under five hearts, I believe, mm-hmm. you will get one every half hour. Okay. And what you need a, and you need for? one heart. What are the to play level? Wait, oh, is a play level or what? The, what is it? The play level. The play level. You need to use a heart. Oh, okay. It's and you like can a coin. like just by waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by waiting, you can only get five yeah. like, at a time. You can't exceed That's five. Awful. You can't like you can't like stack. You can't keep it off day. for like a day and mm-hmm. get like twenty coins. No, it's only yeah. if you're under five, you get one every half hour. But That's if you're really like awful. at five, you won't get. Any. It is awful. That's it's actually so really bad. Like, I mean, still, I wasn't gonna buy shuffle. Well, buy quote, uh, get shuffled just because of like microtransactions aren't my thing. Like, I'm a big fan of like South Park's uh, freemium episode. I don't know if anybody else saw this. Where I don't, like I have uh <laughs> where uh they have uh Terrence and Philip they they have a game based on Terrence and Philip and the entire game is just bought, paying money to get fake money to build things. <laughs> like that's the entire game. The entire game is just a microtransaction. And they're just like it's not really a game. It's not really free. It's you it, you're paying for it and it's ruining people's lives because it's in small amounts. But yeah, that that whole last season of South Park was phenomenal, though. But uh, <laughs> that like the prices for them are the really point. like weird too, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, yeah, to get six yeah. to get six levels to play six levels, you have to pay five bucks. That's like that's not worth it. Yeah, it's not even worth it. I agree well, entirely. Speaking of spending money to uh, waste your life, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire have already sold over uh, nine million copies. I would so like far. to. Yeah, um, I, I'm, that's actually really like in three months. That's actually really good, uh, considering that like I mean that's that's worldwide sales. I assume. I don't know what mm-hmm. the. I would be really curious to see because I know a lot of people were like freaking out about Yokai Watch being like the new Pokemon, in Japan because you know the little kitty cat or whatever I don't know what it's called uh, was like taking over like the calendar at McDonald's and everything, and. I would I would be really interested to see the sales like the first three sales figures in Japan for Pokemon versus that of Yokai Watch just to see how the popularity is still handling it. That's besides yes. the point. On a side note about Yokai Watch, that mm-hmm. it's I, I, I just on a side note, um, that is coming to the West next year. Yeah, so no, that would be really interesting to see. I think it's actually supposed to be this year, isn't it? I think it's I think it's twenty. No, next year is it? Curse you, Hasbro. Uh, yeah, it's 2016. Like, the beginning really? of 2016. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know it's coming. Yeah. I know they were going to bring the anime, too. And it's going to be it's gonna be awful. Ooh. And it's just gonna be well, like... you know what they don't have that Pokemon has? <laughs> what? The International Challenge coming up this well, that's week. That's true. The international... um, you can still register. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The registration goes until Thursday, I believe, at 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh... Mm-hmm. You can register. You go online to the Pokemon Global link and you register there. You don't do it with your game. I learned this the hard way uh, <laughs> back in January when I was going to go play the uh, Hoenn, the Battle of Hoenn, and I didn't look into how to sign up at all and made assumptions, and my assumptions were wrong. So uh, I'm actually going to battle because the international challenge is VGC rules. So it's like a pre VGC like tryout. So I'm really excited to try it out. And That's pretty cool. Get into like yeah. some real situations. Like 
Showdown's good and everything, but it does it's not the same feel as playing it on the cartridge, and I know Shamu will agree with me there. And about the um what was it? Uh, about, showdown or about playing a cartridge versus showdown. Oh yeah, it is way different. Like it's way different. The pacing's completely You're way different. more lenient it's way more lenient on showdown too. Oh yeah. Like you can, you can they give you way more than and, you like, should have. back out of your choices and everything. And you have more Plus, time. Plus, they give you speed tiers and stuff, kind yeah. of. Like, they tell you, this Pokemon speed can be from here to here. Yep. It's like, if yours can be from here to here. If you know what yours is, like, okay, you're, you got speed then probably, yeah. or if you don't, Well, I, don't. I, I like I like to say that sh- that Showdown's, like, a really good, like, uh, it's a good practice tool. It's a very good reason. practice because that, tool, because but it does, it can become a crutch. Yeah, you have to, you have to play a lot of Showdown, and then you'll, like, mm-hmm. get those tiers down. And you'll understand yeah. what you can handle, what you can do, and it's it's really just that uh, we. Do, and here do, I am. I don't know anything. <laughs> we did we did an episode on this, I think, uh, not too long ago, right, Shamu? Yeah, the showdown. Yeah, uh, we talked. I kind think of it about was showdown. um. It was the intro to competitive ago. battling. Yeah, so we we, we did that, we did that, that a few weeks the... ago. Ooh. So yeah. if well, you want to go, you're interested in the international challenge that starts, it's going to be held from February 27th to March 1st. Um, you can use Pokemon through uh, Pokemon X and Y and Auras. You just need the and Pentagon. And any Pokemon over 50 are going to be... Yeah, you need the Pentagon, and it's going to be set to level 50 during the battle. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be your standard VGC. It's VGC 2015 rules all the way. And Speaking mm-hmm. of um, in-game tournaments, there's also a new one that's okay. been announced for registration. Which one? Enter the Dragon type. Okay, what is it? Tell me about this. I want to so be in on it. So rules is it's double battle. Mm-hmm. Um, national decks Pokemon. You have to have one Dragon type on your team. Just one. But you can all. You have to have one, at okay. least one. Yeah. But you can also have two of the. What was it? Two of the following, like all the legends, like Mewtwo, Mew, Lugia, Ho Ho, really? Celebi, yada 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 yada. That's so cool. Yeah, you can have two of them. So it's That's like really the cool. um, what was the generation one? It's like the generation one they just did, and you have to have a Dragon type. Now yeah, can I can I have still... Dialga, and then it counts as like both of those people? Yeah, if you, it would be Dialga would count as would be counted as your dragon. Yeah, dragon and one of my two like legends. Yeah, it would okay. fill out two slots. That's kind of cool. And um, registration is March twelfth to the twentieth. Wow, really? They're That's doing this like a lot more twentieth to twenty third. They're doing this a lot yeah. more frequently. It's actually really like it. Uh, That's last good year, though. Yeah, no, it's really great. I approve of this entirely. Uh, and to tie into one of the last ones, also <laughs> just quick add, what mm-hmm. you get is a level ten Amora. With Snow Warning, so you can't. Oh. So you have both the fossils with hidden abilities. So somebody else gets Snow Warning. That's great. Yeah, so it's, it's another Snow Setter, but yeah. So um, now maybe Hail will be viable. Probably not. Nah, more no, more. No, Obama yeah. Snow does everything it does better. I mean, Aurora is just a be- better type. No, like, it's an awful stab, type. I guess it's an awful. No, type. I mean like just like you just get the better <laughs> offense. Like you get the rock offense. Uh, you get a horrible defense though. Times four to. Fight. You do have a horrible defense. It's awful. It, it's, times four to steal. I'm not, times I'm four not to trying fight. to like. It's awful. It's bad. If I'm just trying to make these show it's positives, okay? Can I just try to show it's positives? <laughs> it's it's awful. But it has growl powder snow magnet rise and rock throw. I'm pretty mm. sure magnet rise is um. Egg or Tutor. I know it's Tutor. It might be Egg okay. as well. Okay. So it gets an Egg move, which is nice. Yeah. So. Uh, I think that's it for normal news. Shamu, let us know about the UTC and how that's going. Um, it's going good. It's almost done, actually. I believe there's 
There's like two more, two, three more weeks right now. There's like two or three got, matches left, right? Yeah, there's the final, there's the semi-final for the losers. Mm-hmm. Or well, no, we already have the winner of the of the um winners bracket. We just gotta wait yeah. for the losers bracket to finish up, and then we can have the finals. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. next week, uh, I'm going to finally announce dates for registration for our next tournament and for uh gym leader tryouts that we're gonna do. Yes, uh, because we I've been getting messages Ooh. about gym leader tryouts for the summer league, so stay stay tuned for those, and we can get that stuff going. And of course, for all those people that found us over Christmas that couldn't jump into the UUTC in time in time, we're gonna be having our VGC tournament hopefully at the end of March. I believe that's what it's scheduled for on our calendar at least. So check that. I out. I think so. And uh, yeah. So that's it for the news. Let's uh, go to the topic right after this short break. Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today. And on to the topic, for those of you who can't read, but it wasn't a very clear topic today, uh, it's, we're talking about the Pokemon economy and, like, how things work. This was brought on because I was hanging out with a friend, and we were talking about things, and we are talking about, like, hot water heaters. Like, you know, in Pokemon, there'd be a Charizard making this water hot. And I was just like, maybe that'd be how it works. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of things going on in the Pokemon world that we don't understand. And I know I talked about this, like, uh, briefly in, like, a past episode, like, way, way long ago with Sycamore, probably. And we were talking about, like, Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny and how they get paid. Because it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, <laughs> how the money circulates in the Pokemon world makes no sense. I don't know where the source comes from. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Just... Our ideas on what hap- and what's going on. Gator has like a really long one, so I'll let him go first. Okay, so I'm gonna lay it out for everybody. Pokemon exists in a post scarcity economy. Okay. All right. So a post scarcity economy is which an economy where goods and services and information are us- universally accessible. Everyone has access, and that means that there is a system of resource recycling that's really efficient. So that way you get goods and services back into the system and things are not expended. So you'd have automated systems capable of converting raw materials into finished goods. And how many times have you seen cloning in the Pokemon world? Um, Machines that seem to run on perpetual motion? I really believe it's a post-scarcity economy. Since there are no thing – there's nothing to worry about losing money on. Anybody can just go and be a 10-year-old kid and catch Pokemon in the wild because everything's taken care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's that makes, my theory. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I honestly just think people actually have jobs that, like, the kids, <laughs> like, ten-year-olds go out and they're Pokemon trainers. They go on their journey. They get it out of their system. They turn eighteen with what little education they have. Uh, they go and they get jobs. And I assume there's some kind of government because I don't really understand like how Pokemon centers work then. It's just like infinite, you know. Maybe it's your maybe it's your post post uh, scarcity world. I don't know. Uh, 
My well, in a post scarcity world, you can do whatever <laughs> you want. So I mean, I guess, but like that doesn't make physical sense to me, honestly. As like a scientist, I just like there's no way there's like infinite everything. There's just there's just no way. Yeah, Patch. it's a game of glorified dogfighting with children. It doesn't have to make sense. Given given the magical well, creatures, I... the world makes sense. Okay, <laughs> it, it really does. <laughs> Uh, if you just think like they grow up, they turn eighteen, they go get a job, they go work at Silfco, Jubilife. Like there's there's evidence of like a lot of real like working places in Pokemon, like Diamond and Pearl and Sinnoh. There's there's plenty of places. Like there's uh there's the Oerberg Mines, where you could go be a miner. Like that's that makes sense because you left your house when you were ten. I don't know what else you're gonna do. Uh, you can. You can go work at Jubilife TV, develop some TV shows. Uh, I don't know what they're doing in Snowpoint, but there there were cranes. They're probably doing a lot better job than the West uh, Coast. I think it's a shipyard. Okay, they're, they're still doing a lot better job unloading ships than they are on the West Coast right now. And there's uh, um, well, there's just plenty of things like that. Like there's a library in Canalave. You know, there's plenty. I of really think that, like, the government. Oh, go for it. Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah, um, but I really, I, I think the government and all that, with like going into con- the economy and all that in poke in the Pokemon world, is that you know, it's kind of like I don't know. I want to say it's communist, but it isn't at the same time. <laughs> it's, there's a system of government where anyone can do whatever they want. They can get an education. They all that everyone's equal and free along with the Pokemon. But at the same time, there is someone that. Or a group of people that manage things because that that would explain why there's you know there's hospitals that would explain why there's well, um, there's police and all that right so there's like got to the be something that, that maintains that right it it sounds exactly like the way like the government's supposed to work if there wasn't like the one percent yeah more uh, people uh, <laughs> it sounds exactly <laughs> like that though like uh, in, in a perfectly good world there it would work like that we would be able to let our 10 year olds go out on adventure with magical creatures and you know have adventures <laughs> and they can go speak heal for up. yourself i encourage every 10 year old to leave <laughs> <laughs> it's a great choice you won't skip school nobody needs math <laughs> you don't need to know math or reading or anything you or don't anything. need that totally ash did fine for 17 years he left home, never looked back. Well, he's gone back like seven <laughs> times, but, you know, he just left home and, you know, he's doing pretty well for himself. He's just an infinite Pokemon trainer. Ah. That never gets he any better. Die. It's like, it's yeah, like no, he's right? back in real life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's exactly like that. You know, I win the origin. Co- I like Gen Four was my Orange League, where I was doing like really well, and now Gen F- Gen Six, you know, I place like top eight, you know, and every time I restart, my Pikachu is just my Feraligatr, not my Pikachu, is uh very awful. It's just awful. It's like level one. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, there has the to worst. be some kind of government. There has to be some kind of government. Uh, also Somewhere, like shape or form. Yeah. there has to be. I mean. There, somebody has to be making the money that everybody's gambling away. Though Shamu had a very yeah. interesting theory for that. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Shamu, go with that. So, 
Money Man. Pokemon <laughs> that are money. No, not that one. <laughs> I'm talking Which about the Meowth the... with Payday. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about the... No, not okay. you just going, Pokemon are money. No. Oh, I was going to try to expand on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, certainly there's certain things that I've looked up that, mm-hmm. like, there might be, like, government things of meow that just continuously use payday, like, slavery. <laughs> that sounds, so like, that sounds almost as bad as, like, Gator's post-scarcity world in terms of, like, it, there being enough su- supplies. It just makes it sound yeah. like Meowth just, like, poops money. Meowth, Meowth ruins the economy, really, because <laughs> it just... Well, what's oh. the game? It's like, if you have a level 100 Meowth, you get... What was it? I think it was um a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's just something to use like payday. that. Yeah, it's like it's insane. That's a lot. Like, and there's like if you have yeah ten of those, you get ten thousand. Mm-hmm. So it's like oh, okay, I can go buy a car now. <laughs> that or well, depending on the conversion, whatever it does is. Does payday like, work yeah. with uh just just as a question for the game? Does payday work with the amulet coin? Yes, it does. That's, oh oh, that's how you do. Yes, you do. You have used if you use the amulet coin. Oh you man, get that money though. That money. So, I. People are wondering so get like, how to get money in, like, Auras. Go get a Meowth. The thing is... Just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can go... You just go yeah. spend, the, spend the day to get uh, 100,000 when you can go get 100,000 by just playing for the Elite Four once. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's not a bad know. idea. I don't know. I think that's fine. I, I think that sounds like fun. That's just me, though. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else is there? Well, I don't know. There, there's definitely some kind of government... Printing money, and they're doing something. But using meows, kind of holding like five meows chained up in a room. What? No, that that's awful. Dark. That sounds, that's dark. That's <laughs> really awful. dark. Things just went south real fast, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to point out that anybody that knows anything about how economics works is just shaking their head at us right now. Yeah, yeah, they're no. I'm, sorely disappointed. I'm not an economist. Uh, there's no. <laughs> Why don't we just print more money, guys? That that's how it works, okay? That's how the real life works. You just print money, okay? You print money and all of your troubles go away. There's no such thing as inflation. No, no, inflation's not a thing. Uh, but yeah, the money has to come from somewhere. I imagine like kids just get like the money from their parents and just go gamble it away in Pokemon battles. Uh, and like the gamblers, <laughs> red and blue. That's right. still awful. Like, is, is every kid a gambler? Like, every yeah. time you win a trainer battle, you get money. You win money, and it's just like, is is everybody just gambling the entire time? Like, is that this? Is that the real sport in Pokemon? Not watching these magical creatures fight each other, but the gambling that takes place. <laughs> Thinking of that, like, think about like in the anime when they go to those tournaments. You know, and in the that going behind that, that, and no, and like crap. the stadiums are filled, and I always thought to myself, I'm like, why are there so many people watching this happen right now? And maybe it's because they're gambling. I think I I think that might be it. Oh yeah, they're gambling. Maybe they're just gambling, like they're all holding up like their slips of paper. It's like a it's like a dog race or something. There's something like perverted dog race with Pokemon. They're betting. They're yeah. betting to see who would win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's my thought. I don't know about anybody else. I think the, like, the same might even go with contests too. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe people bet on how many times I say for alligator or something every episode. And uh Puckle yeah. drinking game? 
Nobody country. tell him. Fuck. <laughs> Somebody should. I want in on this. I can. I can like stack it. You know. I could. I could. You can make a bet with your friend and be like, "Thatcher's gonna say for alligator six times, and I'll make sure for you six times, as long as I get a cut." <laughs> I just want a cut. Get one of the. Get one meows out of the fire. Everybody give. Everybody give Thatch an HMO one. <laughs> because it's a cut get it uh. oh man but yeah i don't know like this got this went real this went real weird we went from like starting with the economy and there's how the entire pokemon economy is based on gambling uh underground gambling ring uh-oh i don't know if it's so underground maybe it's above ground uh, maybe it's a, it's a pokemon show. underground championship <laughs> <league>. oh god <gasps> oh god. Dun, dun, dun. Ellis just nailed it. You guys it. are the yeah. ones that Ellis run the economy. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> we're, just, we're just breaking we all the walls now. Oh we're breaking all the walls down, you know. But yeah. Oh, uh, this is just propaganda, man. Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> propaganda. I mean, there's a lot of cool things. I Like, I oh. always imagine that, like, going to your post-scarcity world skater, I imagine that if that were the case, like, the reason there's no scarcity is because these magical creatures exist. And, like, Charizard can just breathe water. Blastoise can produce more water than his body mass. And, I don't know, that's what I imagine. There's clean drinking It's water. the same kind of society that exists in, like, Star Trek. Yeah. So. I imagine that. It's it's that kind of deal. And people do jobs because they want to do jobs, not because they have to do jobs. That's I how know. your mother can stay at home and game. Without actually appearing to do anything and live she's a nice gaming? life in her little house, I imagine she's cooking, and she has a very uh, well. She has, then she has a very old profession, uh, to put it kindly, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I said it, and nobody okay, knows what it is. We uh, we off topic. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I know. That makes, <laughs> that makes Pokemon economy new theory. <laughs> it that makes is the sense. worst theory that we've been proposed today. <laughs> oh god. It makes sense uh, to I don't know. Like I imagine Pokemon <laughs> being utilized for a lot of things that we would assume like humans. Would oh be. my god. No, 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 not like that. Oh my, oh my god, gosh, that's, that's a horrible. Right. Your mind's right. going to dirty places. Right. I was talking about like Machoke's okay. moving boxes, like which we see in uh, mm-hmm. in, <laughs> in uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and oh you know, my, <laughs> Charizards acting as water heaters or Magmortars or what have you. I don't know. I can see that happening. Your pets cargo. like kiddos that turn into whatever you want. So. <laughs> Uh, you have pets that are essentially like workhorses. Like they're like you love your horse, but you also make your horse pull your carriage. Uh, so you know you do the same with Rapidash. You know, it's a cool horse to have, but you use it to heat Fun your fact. water and uh, cook your food and ride into town. Yeah, that's how that well, works. Uh, I've just proved the Pokemon economy. Uh- all I'm getting out of this is you oh, have a dirty mind. Damn. You own a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. just hiding things under his sleeve. I don't. I don't know, man. He's just. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's scared, whatever. man. <laughs> it's whatever. I. I think. I think it's a very interesting to think. Like, I just have a good time thinking about like, what if Pokemon were real, like that kind of situation. What would we use them for? Like, we definitely wouldn't just use them for, like, pets and battling. Oh. We would be using them for so much more than that, right? Why wouldn't they be doing the same thing in the Pokemon world? 
Like, oh, we'd be abusing them. I don't know that we'd be. We'd be abusing them. the. I don't know heck if we'd be abusing guys, them. Unfortunately, there would there would be like well, laws against it or something. I would. Okay, I mean, as long as we don't appear in North Korea, no offense, then we should be okay. Because <laughs> I mean, then we're screwed. <laughs> I mean, it's oh. uh, it's. I mean, I assume that there would be laws. There are laws against it now. Like, you can't like abuse your pets or anything, and why would the same thing be allowed for? Uh, true, true. Be, be allowed for this, uh, you know. Pokemon. And I imagine like Pokemon are obviously like more sentient than other animals. They un- respond to human speech more actively, and you know they're more actively your friends. At least, it, it, yeah. We eat far fetched. Uh, that might happen. It, well, the we inter- eat far fetched. The most interesting thing. I don't know if you guys saw that like press release packet that they put out, like Pokemon put out to like their. Uh, their uh, collaborators or whatever about how you never you never show a food chain in Pokemon. You're never supposed to show a food chain. They're just supposed to eat very ambiguous looking food. <laughs> as much as a Farfetch'd might look good to eat, it's a very oh ambiguous ditch. <laughs> and they talk that about happens like, to have a leak. Yeah, I mean, you know, like leaks are a thing. Like they're all vegetarians. Everybody's a vegetarian in the Pokemon world. Uh, yeah, I assume they're vegetarian. Vegan. That's maybe. why everyone's so Not healthy. Vegan. Not vegan, because there's moo moo milk, but vegetarian. Vegetarian, definitely. Oh, yeah. Vegetarian. Uh, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. I don't know if you guys have any, like, closing remarks or anything. Some people eat Magikarp, though. That, that's what they and said, like, way does. back in the day. Nobody eats it, because it's too hard to eat. Uh, <laughs> true. But, true, yeah. True. And if you don't succeed in eating it, it will evolve and come back for you. Yeah. Yep. That's oh, exactly oh, how that works. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so, yeah, any closing remarks on this? Like, no? Not. If you've listened to us this far, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> We're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hey kids, come on down to Gator's Pokemon Pillow Empoleum, where we just received a fresh shipment of Gyarados body pillows. We have so many choices to choose from, it'll make your head spin faster than a Hitmon top on Carbos. You can choose between a blue Gyarados and a red Gyarados. So many choices! And if you buy both, we'll throw in a Magikarp knee back elbow patello pillow for free. That's right, F-R-E, free. So if you're in the market for a bed companion and you can't afford those high-priced dittos, fish you up a Gyarados body pillow from Gator's Pokemon Pillow and Polium today. Pokemon the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon the episode is National Dex number 497, Superior, the Regal Pokemon. Ooh. It's Alpha Sapphire Pokedex, and Pokedex entry says it can stop its opponent's movements with just a glare. It takes in the takes in solar energy and boosts it internally. Now, competitively, Superior's actually got quite a boost now due to the fact that it's got Contrary. So it actually picks it, it up. It got an okay boost. I mean, it's okay. Like I think it's decent enough to make it viable. Uh, it's somewhat viable, but it got really overhyped. I think it's very. I, I know it's. Happened. Oh, it's definitely overhyped. It's viable though. I would like to say that it's viable to use Leaf Storm Superior. His base special attack is pretty low. It's like base seventy-five. It's just as good as his attack. 
I mean, maybe you could throw in and make a, like, a, what's the word? A mix sweeper with him? If you really wanted to, and you weren't going uh, with contrary? You could. You uh, could um, if you're not going contrary, you could run coil. The the problem with him, so. the really, the problem with him is that he's in the borderline tier, which means that you can't really use him not in OU. <laughs> it's like saying he's not good enough to be in OU, but he's not, he's too good to be in UU. And it's so sad. Yeah, so he just, he's just going to sit there like Kiram. Yeah, it's it's exactly like that. He he definitely needs uh-huh. to like I wish he had that like push to do that. But if you want a set, yeah. let me put a set together real quick here and then Shamu can tell me that I'm amazing. Uh for for it's, uh, it's pretty con- standard. It's for pretty contrary standard. Run, like, superior. Six moves. Uh yeah, he has like his move pool is very shallow. Uh I would run Leaf Storm on him to take advantage of that contrary. That's necessary. It's That's like it's definitely necessary. For at least the contrary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what other boost does he run? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so um, Leaf Storm, you yeah. have the option of running full offense, or you usually what? would want to run sub. Okay. So it's like it would be Leaf Storm substitute. Mm-hmm. I believe Giga Drain is standard. Giga Drain? Just because if you're running. For recovery, I guess. Could you have that? Could you run Life Orb? Mm-hmm. you want power. Yeah. And then the last move, um. It's honestly your choice. You could run Dragon Pulse. I wouldn't recommend it. You could run why HP not, Rock. Why not Dragon Pulse? Power Rock. Why not Dragon Pulse? Because fairies. It just hits dragons, really. It's all it hits. Okay. That's it, fair. You have a lot of fairies in the meta now, and it's just... HP Rock makes more sense, because um, you'll see, like, talent hits flame flying or types. Or you could run um, Focus Blast. That was the other thing. Mm-hmm. Focus Blast is also sometimes useful to hit ice types and steel yeah. types and etc. I feel like Focus Blast it, might be my choice. And then of course you, got you would a lot run. Of power there too. You would you would definitely run two fifty two in speed, two fifty two in special attack for that spread. Yeah, uh, like four HP probably yeah. just because you're running life orb. Uh, let's see if Superior has any fun facts. Probably he's got not. A few. Uh, <laughs> he's got he really does. He has a great origin. Oh yeah. Um, Is he based on Ken Sugimori? Has said. No, no, no. Listen to this. Yeah. Ken Sugimori, the guy who did the illustrations and stuff for like yeah. the original TCG and does the he still does it for the drawings. Pokemon, right? Has said that's. He does. Um, has said that Snivy, Servine, and Superior are based on French royalty, specifically mentioning the anime The Rose of Versailles as inspiration. The fact that Superior amplifies sunlight in its body, as stated in its Pokedex entry, may be an allusion to King Louis XIV of France, who famously referred to himself as the Sun King. Its white face also alludes to the skin whitening fashion, mostly used by European um, aristocracy in the 17th century. The dark green design on his chest seems to form a fleur de lis, a French insignia that is used on many European nobles, families, and nations' coat of arms. Along with its regal look, Superior's ability to seize opponents with its piercing stare is a reference to the Basilisk, the king of serpents in European legend. That's actually much cooler than I thought. Ooh. Plus the regal Pokemon? Makes sense. I mean, yeah, as the regal Pokemon, that, like, instead of just thinking of him as a snake, that's actually really cool. Uh, as a side note, Snivy's really cool in Little Cup because of Contrary, but I think he, like, he was really cool when he was first announced and released in Little Cup, and then everybody realized he wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a, f- um, a fad. 
Yeah. And like you were saying about snakes, it is based on multiple species of snakes and limbless mm-hmm. lizards. Yeah. Um, as well as the emerald tree boa, royal python, and possibly the Burton's legless lizard. Mm-hmm. The shape of its head and extension on its collar may be based on a bird of paradise or false bird of paradise flowers and possibly a cobra's hood. Mm-hmm. Spirit may also originate from Quetzalcoatl, a green feathered yeah. serpent deity. That its makes body sense. markings resemble the anthus leaf motifs popularized during the Renaissance. That's actually pretty cool. So it's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually wow. really cool. so, so a lot of, lot of work was research was put into this Pokemon. I mean, I think that's that way with really like good. most Pokemon, honestly. Like most Pokemon have like these little touches that they're oh, true, like, true, true. Let's true. connect this to it. Uh and we just you just don't really notice it all the time. And then once you like look it up and yeah. start researching it, you're just like, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's it for the Pokemon of the episode. Yeah. If, uh, if you have any expressions of outrage or you don't like Superior, let us know. Send in an email to podcast at gmail.com. So, but without further ado, let's head on to everybody's favorite part of the episode, the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your email. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on the mailbag, as always, the mailbag is brought to you by Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we will be giving out the best uh, the the best email badge or the Green Taurus badge to whoever we deem has the best email this this week. So here we go. Our first email is from Jokerman five six five six. Hey Thatch and co-hosts, I've been a listener since the beginning of last summer and finally decided to participate in the mailbag. Well, thank you for doing that. I usually listen to you guys while I'm working but I found myself going back and listening to older episodes because you provide a lot of helpful information on such on such a great array of topics. So first off, I'd like to thank you for all the work you put in this podcast, and thanks, Thatch, for surrendering two more years of the podcast for us. As for the mailbag, I think you guys overlooked the VGC MVP last year, Volt Absorb Pachizuru, was such a big impact on the battle. Last week, the mailbag question was... Or, well, he's answering a mailbag question from two weeks ago because he emailed in late. Uh, on what Pokemon has the best hidden ability that was game-changing. I'm going to disagree, because its ability had nothing yeah, to do with that it was, being good. It wasn't even... It was really yeah. the, that's, huh? that's, that's why I didn't huh? make our list, because its ability wasn't what changed it. It was its placement in the meta. Uh, Raikou getting it would be much different. Yeah. Sure, that ability didn't Which have a large part on the win overall, but the abilities like that are so useful on doubles teams as a means of sustain. Oh, and Thatch totally stacked that list with with Feraligator. I mean, seriously, how can any anyone like the only Pokemon that ends in TR? Great. <laughs> Have a great day, guys, and keep it flip-flopping, Joker. Uh, this next one's from Sublime. All right. You can jump on this, Gator. All right, I got this one. Uh, but first, I have to give Redown Zero a shout-out, like I said I would. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was going to write in, but then Monster Hunter is taking up too much of his time. So he wanted me to do that, but uh, I'll hop in on Sublime. 
So Sublime Manic says, hey, how now, Trainer Thatch and Company? It's the uh, veritably verbose Sublime Manic. I suppose the comments of relief or frustration concerning who does and doesn't have to read this have already been aired. Well, the joke's (laughs) on you because my mailbag entry is uncharacteristically short for this week. Ha! In your face, guys. Uh, What do I think of the X and Y anime? I leave my thoughts about it in the comments for Mickey Panda's excellent weekly articles. And so should anyone else who put forth the effort to answer this week's mailbag topic. You've proven today you're capable of making commentary about it. Keep the conversation going alongside Mickey Panda's awesome articles about the anime out every Monday. It's 10 stormy material. Also, Misty and May were the best female companions. They were the only two to travel with Ash for the entirety of not one, but two regions with cameos in a third and that's all this week yes really don't get used to it stay fabulous and always remember that to wear socks with flip-flops <laughs> is a sartorial crime against humanity sublime manic wait what two region did may go in she was uh she came back in Sinnoh for like a contest oh, oh yeah, yeah that was that's not two regions that's only one i mean the, no. oh no no she also went to kanto oh well, oh yeah yeah. You forgot about that. And whatever else. Go read Rogenera. I forgot. I didn't remember where she was. Read Rogenera. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. I will. I shall. Hello, Rogenera here. Um, it's my first mailbag after months of listening and being in the chat. I just wanted to say that I'm very glad and surprised. Oh. No, that's um, not true. Uh, yes. Yeah, that that uh, there was confusion about that. Yeah, I hope this email isn't too uh, long and that my grammar isn't horrible. Thanks for reading. Not a problem, Rogenera. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next one is uh, you can get this next one from. Uh, oh, I like this one. From uh, I like this one. I, I forget who <laughs> this was. What he didn't even put his name. I'm looking. Um, Shiny Bidoof, I think. Shiny Bidoof. That's it. That's the last. That's it. That's his name. Okay. Hey, Thatcher and Shamu and Gator. First and and uh, and Ellis. Can't that was well, I lost. I couldn't remember how to say it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> First of all, I regret choosing Rawls as an example of my last mail. I hadn't thought of her as a child oh, childlike Pokemon <laughs> that changed drastically when I listened to the podcast. However, <laughs> I facepalmed in the train and everyone looked at me like I had some kind of mental disorder. Oh well, nothing out of the ordinary there. As for the mailbag, I did enjoy what I could get from the XY anime, although it wasn't all that all that much. Do you guys have a Pokemon on that way. Do you guys have Pokemon on Netflix? We do. That should but it's be a not thing. Very good. It's like the first two seasons, I think. I don't know if anybody can verify. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's something um, um, I think there's a I think there's a little I think there I think the Hoenn um yeah. I think Ruby and Sapphire are on there. Um so no, no, most, I don't think they not, are. most of the Hoenn series was on Wait, there too. It's on Netflix? Where? I swear I saw it. I know I saw it on Hulu, but it turned so. out to be like ten episodes that were just randomly picked. It was weird. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Either way, keep going, Charles. you, Pokemon Company. All right. <laughs> that should be a thing. I mostly like the animation style as it has vastly improved over the years and is at an all-time high right now. Anyway, I guess I'll go. I'll go catch seventy seven hundred twenty-one foot flops. Shiny Bidoof. P.S. He has word, a word, lot word, of words because he wanted to make it a 500. He made it to 501. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, all right. I've got this next one from oh, Dead man. Red. Prepare for trouble, but it'll only be a single Dead Red back for another email. I will get to my rant about the new anime later, but the sad but true Pokemon Adventures of Dead Red is returning with another segment. This week it is... I don't really know. 
I can't really think of a general topic through the fog of sleepiness, so give me ideas. In the meanwhile, I'll regale you with a rant of epic proportions about my least favorite characters slash Pokemon, so pull out your lemonades and soda pops. First, people. I didn't like the villains from Pokemon Yellow. It tried to connect to the anime to the games, which is a big no-no. Luckily, Nintendo hasn't been stupid enough to try that again. And now, more fun in my opinion. Pokemon, where do I even begin? After Gen 4, all the creativity went downhill with a few exceptions. But really, a trash bag Pokemon? Really? I mean, a pile of sludge Pokemon? Really? Uh, I, I Trubb- agree with sludge. <laughs> Trubbish is more just... creative than the Gen. Trubbish is the tip of the iceberg, or should I say Glacier? You'll get the joke later on. I think that's actually a really cool design, honestly. Avalog is kind of one of my favorites. Uh, They have an ice cream cone. They have an ice cream cone Pokemon, a chandelier, and a candle Pokemon, and even a glacier. Now you get. I think he's an iceberg, right? Isn't Avalog a glacier? He's an iceberg. He's an iceberg. I believe he's actually the iceberg Pokemon. Yeah. Really, what I was going through with their minds when they decided this, this would be a cool idea that we haven't tried before, probably. Uh,. Okay, let's stop before I offend anyone bringing up things like Floet design. Now, my my new rant about the anime, but I may must preface, preface this by saying it is definitely not the worst, so that must go to the black and white anime. But the only one of Ash's new Pokemon I like is Halucha, who I have always liked. Serena is a character who they've done so much with but didn't. But don't get me started on Karina. She was not an important character, but the anime is making her look more important with Ash and her mega evolution problems. Okay, I'm done before I get too angry. Giovanni is calling. From the angry Team Rocket grunt, I'll see you all later. Later. Uh, dead red, blast off at the speed of light. Words are hard. Um, random tidbit. Did you know yeah. the voice of Karina is also the same voice of, like, Amy Rose, I believe? Amy Rose? Like, wait. Sonic? Oh, no, I didn't care. <laughs> I'm just saying, no random tidbit, same uh, voice actor. Uh, Gator, you got this one from the pixelated youngster. Alright. <clears throat> hey, Puckle, it's me, the pixelated youngster, back for another email mailbag. So recently, I've started writing my own Pokemon creepypasta. It's about a young boy meeting Hoopa in the woods, and he becomes good friends with it. But as he and the Hoopa grow up, the boy finds out the dangerous Hoopa has put on him. It's a pretty long, but when it's done, I'll put it on the forums and my YouTube channel. Fun fact, when I tried to spell Hoopa, my computer autocorrected it to Hoopla, which I found funny. I've also been inspired by Awesome Games Done Quick to start doing speedruns on various Zelda and Pokemon games. On Legend of Zelda Twilight, for instance, using the same glitches as Fopi, I think that was his name. I forgot. I got a time of 5 hours and 56 minutes, while Fopi, again, don't remember his name, well, got 4 hours and something minutes. So that came really close. Lastly, is it possible I could get one of those fancy 6IV dittos? I don't know what I could trade for it, though. Uh, Um, Mailbag. I think the anime is great. Uh, You can get a 6IV dito. Ah, good plug. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Go for um, it. His mailbag. I think the anime is great, but not much to say about it. I just hope it gets Ash gets Greninja. See ya, Puckle. Yeah, anybody that wants a six IV ditto, um, just yeah. come by. Yeah, come by the ask chat. around. Uh, I know message Gator me. And I have them. I know. I have some. I gave some to Scrawn to give out. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's several people with them. So just ask mm-hmm. around. Yeah, definitely. All right. So our next one. You got this from Merlinite Shamu. Mega Merlin. Oh, Merlin, okay. Mega Merlin, yeah. Gotta get that right. Yeah. Hey, Satch and crew. As per last episode, Satch, you are a liar. I'm not. I Sorry, worked on Satch. VGC. <laughs> Keep going. <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Sorry, uh -oh. Zach. I still love you, not in a Wally and Steven way. Now that the verbal slap is out of the way, on to the mailbag. Well, I just recently started watching the anime and am on the episode with the SSN sinking. So I'm pretty sure I can't comment quite yet on the X and Y anime. But I do want to say that Ash's voice seemed weird for a 10-year-old. And that in the Pokemon, in the Poke world, it's cool to go travel long distances alone. <laughs> I guess there aren't... Oh. That's pretty relevant. Uh. <laughs> I guess there aren't many men who wear onesies with no underwear who go looking for you. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about a recent <laughs> battle I had against a friend from school. He was running Deoxys, Giratina, Palkia, Charizard X, Greninja, and Gengar. I beat him with a hilarious... With a, wait. I beat him with a bold, rocky helmet Umbreon with Wish, Toxic, Protect, and Payback. It was hilarious. He was raging kind of hard, but, but none of his pokes to two-hit KO me. So yeah, thanks for all the advice, and maybe one day I'll be a Pokemon master. P.S. Thatcher didn't mean it like... Wait. Oh, he I didn't last, like last, last time he emailed and he asked he said that he didn't like Mega Septile's ability as Lightning Rod. And I'm like, "No, it's an awesome ability even if he's saying that I was trying to interpret it as being good in doubles. I'm interpreting it still it's as being both. good in singles because you could Mega Evolve and switch out and then switch him back in. I mean, it's a little bit more work than like the old school Gyarados Electivire core, but it's uh it's still good. You can still make it work. Yeah, you do have the mega, but it's not even that bad. Yeah, like it's not that bad. You still resist electric on one way, so you can just you run Giga Drain ninety percent of the time, so you can heal up again even if you take a little bit of damage. Yeah. All right, but, I got but, this next one from a new guy named Jet. Dear Thatch and ever rotating co-hosts, Jet Black here, or Jet for short, in case you're too tired to pronounce that second syllable. Hoping for this first mailbag isn't too long-winded, as I <laughs> hope to stay under the unofficial sublime word count limit. I was late to the X and Y anime party, as I haven't been an avid watcher since the Battle Frontier, but someone in my anime club at my university told me to go watch the first five episodes, and let's just say, I've watched every single episode subbed and every English dub currently available. Well, after best wishes, the anime could only go up from there, as I had a desire to take Silent and Iris, tie them together with an unescape rope, and slowly lower them into a tank of Mega Sharpedo equipped with, as Dr. Evil would say, a giant frickin' laser beam... Oh, giant freaking laser beams attached to their heads. And record record their screams of agony, agony as my new ringtone. I'm not crazy. I'm just in denial. <laughs> so, far, so far, X X and Y eclipses the other series in terms of quality of the animation to this point, and currently, episode 61 in Japan, I've enjoyed this group of four main leads compared to any other group. The interactions between Ash, Serena, Clement, Clement and Bonnie are believable, as Mickey Panda pointed out. Clement and Bonnie have shticks, but it's not overdone. While the main relationship people talk about is Ash slash Serena, the relationships between Clement slash Ash and Bonnie slash Serena are well executed. Bonnie seems to really view Serena as a big city sister, and Clement and Ash seem like real bros, which is also helping helping build up the upcoming gym match. Ash seems far more mature this time around, and with this cast, Ash feels like the oldest member slash leader, which we haven't had in any other iteration. And while I don't see it as a show show-wide motive, I like to think that both Serena and Clement both have themes of them running from their current situations in life. Serena is as a disinterested Rhyhorn racer in training, and Clement is a gym leader whose heart is more into inventing than battling. And though their experiences with Ash, they learn to confront their past and blaze their own trails, as Serena did with her mother in episode 53. 
and Clement may be the same in the future. It feels like Ash has instilled confidence in his comrades, although sometimes I think Serena wishes Ash instilled more into her than just confidence. Hey, this is a kid's show. Ash would at least buy her dinner first. And while I kid, Serena has potential to be the best female companion so far. It's too early to say she's the best, but the writers put enough effort into her backstory and even gone so far as to continue a romantic subplot as to include a gift from Ash as a focal point of her character design that if the writers put as much effort into her development and her Pokemon cosplay sparkle off competitions, she may be unparalleled as a complete character in the show. Which I'm not sure how to how I feel I'm not sure how to feel. Does romance have a relevance as a subplot in Pokemon? I mean I didn't even ever th- see the end of Naruto, so crazier things have happened. I don't expect Ash to win the league and then skip ahead 20 years to have one of Ash's kids become the protagonist of Gen 7, like they're doing with Naruto. But that'd be a fun concept for a miniseries of OVAs in the future, maybe. By the way, I think these Pokemon cosplay sparkle off contests without battling. I fairly enjoyed the interact introduction we were given in episode 60. It's finally complete 180 with juxtaposition with Ash's battling and with Pokemon embracing more 3D animation. The sky's the limit with what the animation team can do in the future showcase episodes. Plus this time, I feel like Ash may finally win the league with a potential OP team of Pikachu, Halucha, Greninja, Talonflame, and Gudra with a slick slot <laughs> open. Since Ash doesn't have a Mega, I'm gonna guess Charizard may be back in time for the Kalos League and maybe redeems him after causing Ash to lose in the Indigo League. It helps win Kalos for him. Wow, only 700 words. Not too bad. But as someone majoring in both engineering and film in school, and after two semesters worth of screenwriting classes, please excuse myself, as I can only gush about how well the X and Y has been written and executed thus far. My verdict? No stars are never needed. All I say is that X and Y has made Thursday's appointment watching for me. So anyone who hasn't watched Pokemon religiously in almost ten years, that tells you everything. Puckly yours, Jet. Um, you could also. I like that's idea. awesome. It's a long ass female, but yeah. I was gonna say you could even see um. That was Harry really Trust well written, back. though. Yeah, it was very well written. Uh, it was. You've, well, yeah. you've got this next one, Gator from uh, what's his name? Lord uh, Lord Jushiro. Lord Jusero. Yeah, Jusero. <clears throat> Hello, Thatch, an awesome co-host. Hey, that's one of me. Um, <laughs> this is my first mailbag. Um, after months and months of listening to your podcast, I must say it's the best Pokemon podcast, and I have heard a few. Sorry right. about that. He hasn't, ro- he hasn't um, listened to Radio Whirlwind yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thanks for all your hard work. Now that I have buttered you guys up like soggy toast onto the mailbag question, I do enjoy the new anime and X and Y. I really like the supporting characters this time around, especially Serena. Look, more Serena love. Yeah, right. um, She is adorable, and I hope Ash and her do become an official ship. That is, if Ash can hit puberty and finally drops a pair of Pokeballs, which will never happen because apparently he will always be 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, I believe it's an import- improvement yeah. from the previous season. The movies still suck, though, so bad. Now I write to you also because I wanted to share this amazing card my girlfriend made me. It's amazing, and I really wanted to send it to you guys. I have attached pictures of it. She made it all with construction paper, and it's fantastic. Now, I know there's a 500-word limit, so I'll understand if you can't read the whole thing on air, but here's what it says. Oh, we're going to read this. This oh, is great. Read it. You're not Pokeball, but you've definitely captured my love, and, you catch your, and you're a catch yourself. And this Valentine's Day, I want to follow an old tradition. According to Pokesodex entries, there's a custom from long ago of giving a love disc as a gift of expression of one's feelings. It is said that any couple meeting this Pokemon has promised a loving relationship that never ends. My love, 
I give you this love disc as a symbol of love and romance and hope of being blessed with eternal love. This Pokemon earned its name by swimming after loving couples it spotted. I pray to God that we may have beautiful uh, years to come together, loving each other much like that love disc swim after us in the ocean's waves. Pokemon are cute, skilled, unique, loving warriors, and we all wish they existed in our world. But I love you more than Pokemon because you're all those things, the love of my life, my dream come true. That said... Charmanders are red, Squirtles are blue. If you were a Pokemon, I'd choose you. For the record, nerds have the license to say stuff like that. I love you more than Red loves Charmander or Squirtle or Bulbasaur, more than Pikachu loves Ash, more than Team Rocket loves themselves, more than Snorlax loves to sleep, and more than we all love shiny Pokemon. Happy Valentine's Day to my cool Pokemon trainer. Love, Alice. And he says, sorry for all the mushiness, and I hope you guys don't die from sugar poisoning. Thanks for your <laughs> podcast, and keep growing strong. He who's red, not, neither red, black, nor fluffy, Lord Jushiro. P.S. I would wish you guys would make an episode on the multiverse theory and how it affects the Pokemon world. Well, now, he included these pictures. There, it he, looks he actually did, very well And he, these pictures are great. Yeah. We'll have, yeah. We really need They've to get, got like, a, uh... a Pokeball on the front. Yeah. We, we really can probably upload get, these like, when we upload yeah, the cast, can't we? We need to we need to do something. Like I need to build like a gallery on the website for us to put these things in. Because you guys do send us a lot of cool artwork. Uh so yeah. Yeah, I've got the cover of Caught My Heart. It's a Pokeball with a little heart shape where the circle is. Um there's a Pikachu drawing on the back, and in the card there is a picture of Love Disc that they drew. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Alright, Shambu, you got this next one from Black War Greymon. Wait. Yeah, Black got, War Greymon. I'm really confused. This came from... We already had the same person send this. Wait, is this email. the same person? Yeah, no. it's... Um, is yeah. it the same email? Look. It is. What? No, it's, it's, it's the same... What? Um, okay, never mind. No, it's not the same. Yeah, no, it's the same email, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not the same email. It's the same person. It's, it's the same they're person. Do- they're, supposedly they're dorm mates? Oh, oh yeah, they're dorm mates. Okay, okay, go for it then. That's yeah. really confusing. Yeah, I would it is. next time try to use your own email if you yeah. could. It'd just be okay. Behold, it is I, Black War Greyman, and I have come to destroy all of these unholy so-called mega evolutions, <laughs> or maybe not. Hey, Puckalodians. It's like my name is Black War Greyman. It's, it's so <laughs> he's Black War Greyman, and my doormate, doormate Mega Merlinite, got me listening to your podcast not too long ago. So I binged listened to the last 20 episodes and thought I'd say hi. I've been a Pokemaniac since second gen, and I've kept up with all things Pokemon and caught all the monsters except Kelio, because that's a brony thing. <laughs> Anyways, if anyone wants to battle Trader Chat, I'm totally up for it, and we'll be having or we'll be giving a five-star review on iTunes for Vigar. <laughs> Have an awesome <laughs> day, guys. P.S. Um, uh, don't worry. Hashtag. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll grab this next one. From oh, Marsh Tomp Man. Hey, Puckle Knights <laughs> of the Round Table. Name. It is me, the Marsh Tomp Man, back once again with a lot of commas. Anywho, I'm playing Pokemon Silph. Hold on, use Flame Wheel. And what? You did not. You you did not. You did not tell me he's mobilized by love. Ah, dang you, romance. Miltank, my friend are. My you, my friend are sick. What? You beat my entire team. Arg. Well, that was my email. Now, straight to the mailbag question. Hmm, I've never watched Pokemon XY, probably because I've been binging on Phineas and Ferb. Amazing, by the way. So that was my comma-filled email. Marsh Top Man over and out. 
Uh, <laughs> awesome. You've got this one from Mr. Maximus. It's our last email today. All right, Mr. Maximus, mailbag number 170. Woo, 170. Grab the party poppers and let's celebrate. Mr. Maximus here celebrating the 170th episode of Puckle. (laughs) Four more years, then another four more years. I want to see how far (laughs) Puckle can go over the years and how much it will grow in the future. Well, we got two more years guaranteed at least. You've got, yeah, you guys paid for two more years. So. Based on Scrons in the meta, I'm guessing this week's Pokemon is superior. What? Mr. Maximus is psychic. I mean, yeah. If it isn't, then I'm going to go sit in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to this Pokemon has seen a huge jump in gameplay for a period of time now. It's true. The one thing can change a Pokemon's outlook. Just imagine if a Pokemon with Draco Meteor had the contrary ability. Talk about scary. Gudra with the Sap Sipper ability is the perfect counter to this. Even Skarmory is great one too if it doesn't have HP Fire. But I've seen a lot with HP Rock for Fire Flying and Ice types, or Ice for Flying Coverage. Overall, it's a more viable Pokemon now, and have prepared for more sightings. As far as the anime goes, I'm enjoying it. I was thinking if Ash evolved all his Pokemon to their final stages, he would have half of the standard OU team back when X and Y came out. Though Greninja, Talonflame, and Gudra. With Halucha and, of course, Pikachu. By his side, to this has one of the more impressive teams I've seen Ash have in a while, especially for just five Pokemon. I really enjoy Claremont and Bonnie, especially when Bonnie tries to get her brother hooked up with someone and Claremont or Clement, uh, displaying tech, and it goes haywire. Serena's all right, but I'm waiting for her to have her own stick to the show besides her having a crush on Ash because that's been done before. Plus, I'm just waiting for the Mega Evolution special to have a battle with Ash and Elaine's Charizards fighting each other with Ash's being Y and Elaine's being X. We all know it's going to happen because there would have been no point mentioning Ash's name in the first part of the special if they weren't going to meet. Seeing how Charizard is Ash's most popular Pokemon that can Mega Evolve, it speaks for itself. Sorry, Sceptile, Glalie, Heracross, and Pidgeot. All right, I'm done. I have work to do. Stuff to write. Later days from Mr. Maximus. Wonderful. Well, um, Ash doesn't have Pidgeot anymore anyway. No, so it doesn't. He but, released it. Yeah. Uh, so who do we think should get the mailbag? I'm between Jet and uh, our friend Lord Yashiro. What do you guys think? Um, I, I'm going Jet. Jet? What about you? I go with Yashiro. Yashiro <sighs> because he had that great... Uh, he included yeah. his private life. Oh, that was oh, that was nice. That's life. true. Okay. Yeah, that was Jashiro. nice. Yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah. he sent the I, Valentine. I agree too. <laughs> he sent the Valentine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Lord Jashiro, uh, yeah. go to go to pucklepodcast dot com and submit for the Green Taurus badge. It's yours this week, bud. All right. So moving on, uh, we talked about the Pokemon Yay. economy and how we think it works. So next week, send us in an email at pucklepodcast at gmail com and let let us know how you think it works. Maybe our theories were wrong. Maybe you've got a much better one. Uh, much m- much more safe for work one. Uh, and uh, <laughs> So you can send that into PucklePodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, follow us on Tumblr, uh, come and Reddit at r slash Puckle. And you can even, uh, if you would, best of all, review us on iTunes, five stars. That would really help us out. And should also check out Radio Whirlwind because Alyssa Dark is here. So, right? Uh, give them that. Yeah, they do a show that's yeah. Yeah, their show is is about Pokemon, but it's it's a different format than ours. So I think yeah. you guys would like it if you check it out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not sure that there's anything else I need. To, did I say everything, Gator? I said everything, right? Yeah. Email us at uh, said everything. Yeah, PucklePodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, come hang out at PucklePodcast.com. We got plenty going on there. 
So check us out. Next week we'll give you more Great. information about the tournaments. So I guess I'm trying And Ellis, can you give your uh, website oh, yes. again? Worldwindowsvisioncast.com. Wonderful. Right. So I guess I'm oh, Trainer yeah. Thatch. I'm Shamu. I'm Gator. And I'm Ellis Dark Eight. And here at the Radio Tower in Lavender Town, it's closing time. Welcome to the 170th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch. Here today with my co-hosts, Dr. Shamu, Gator. Hello. Hello. Illus. Hi. I'm Illus Dark Eight. You call me Illus. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> we have Illus Dark Eight from Whirlwind Radio joining us this week. Uh, but before we do anything else, uh, we're here to bring you another Pucklicious episode of this Puckle Podcast. Puckle standing for Pokemon Underground Champions League. Uh, you can come check us out, hang out with us on our website. But until then, you should come and talk, listen to our podcast, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> what have you guys been doing in po- Pokemon lately this week? I've been podcasting in Pokemon. That's, have you? Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much what I've been up to. I, um, I've been doing something similar. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we should we should do that together. Sometime. I haven't. <laughs> what what have you done, Shamu? Xenoblade Chronicles. Really, really. Yes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Spent like three hours trying to get it to work, and then <laughs> I I actually <laughs> I actually started practicing VGC this week. I started practicing VGC because I have I was... a team. I gotta fix it though. I I just started, so I'm not good at all. 
Uh, oh, I know that feeling. I'm horrible as well. I'm awful like, because it's such a different meta. It's like I used to play the TGC. Uh, actually, no VGC, but... VGC. Oh VGC. Oh, I thought you were talking. About... Uh, sorry, just cutting out a lot on my end. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> the the video game. Uh, the video game. Yeah, gotta get ready for that PuckleCon. Oh and... yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's that tournament this weekend, actually, too. The Nintendo sponsored one. Ooh. That we that we'll talk about later. And uh Yeah, I guess I actually started on that. I played some Little Cup, I got the top one hundred, then they reset the ladder for a suspect test. A suspect test to find out what they should suspect test. Which I think is the most That's so great. Thing. I love I love the idea of it, but it's so stupid. Little Cup. Have you guys just... been on a witch hunt lately? Little Let's Cup is literally just, like, the most ridiculous thing. And the thing is, in Little Cup, I could definitely get the coil rating to, like, go vote. So, I'm thinking about it. I, I'm considering it. Uh, how about you, uh, Illis? How have, how have you been doing, Pokemon-wise? Illis! Oh, Rest in lose peace, Illis. <laughs> Rest in peace. Did we lose him? Rest in peace. In the arms <laughs> of the Arceus. Oh, Fuck. yeah, we definitely lost him. Uh. <laughs> Let me stop this. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 